Hello everyone, this is Jack Miller. I wish I was talking to you today about a funny subject or, I don't know, something enjoyable. But sadly, we have to talk again about school violence. And it seems to me that we have to keep talking about it until the problem is solved. Uh, for the second time now in a row, we heard the heartfelt words of Andrew Pollock, who lost his precious daughter at uh, Meadow at the Stoneman Douglas High School, uh, I guess six or eight weeks ago, nine weeks ago, I don't know, whatever it's been. And we have with us one of the candidates, Richard Mendelson, who's running for school board of, I think it's the 6th District. And I want to bring Richard on because whatever the issue is, Pollock came up with the right words. It's fix it. We just need to fix it. With that, Richard, are you with us? Yes, I am, Jack. Thanks for having me. Richard, it's my pleasure. And again, I wish it was under more pleasant circumstances. But first, I just want to make sure I get the facts right. You're running for school board in the Broward County Sticks District number, I'm sorry, school district number six. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. And district you're endorsed district. by Andrew Pollock, who strongly supports you to help solve this problem. Yes, uh, Andrew's been a very, very strong supporter. Uh, he's out there. He's knocking on doors with us every day. Um, he's contacting people in the community. Uh, he's really been shoulder to shoulder with uh, with me and also with um, the uh, the brother of uh, Coach Aaron Feist, my, my friend Ray. Uh, Ray has been instrumental in the effort as well. Um, you know, Aaron was uh, one of my best friends since we were kids, and. Um, that's why we've, we've got to get to work. We've got to get in. We've got to, we've got to get to work and, and make the system a safe place for kids. So I think you know, but just to tell our audience that Andrew Pollack told me that the election of you is critical to make changes at the school board. And I want to let everybody know, including you, that I reached out, I think her name is Laurie Rich Levinson, who you're running against. I reached out to her by email, by uh, instant message, several ways, and offered her the platform to be on the show and interview her, and I haven't heard back. So uh, I believe you're a psychologist who works at the school? Um, I don't work at the school anymore. Uh, okay. I'm an industrial and organizational psychologist. What? Out of curiosity, what is? I need a psychologist. I need a psychiatrist. I need to be medicated. My wife reminds me every day. But what is that? Out of curiosity. Well, uh, an industrial and organizational psychologist is uh, someone who helps uh, organizations make better decisions about their personnel, their human capital. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, did you ever we, see the show Billions? Systems. You know, we go into organizations that have uh, flaws or issues or, you know, things that just they're not working properly. And uh, we create plans of action. We put them in place and we correct those flaws. Okay. And very we interesting. measure everything with scientific metrics. And, uh, you know, we make sure that things run properly from that point forward. Interesting. So tell me about your platform, what you're going to do. And I want the people of this 6th district to hear it directly from you, why they should go out and vote. And every it's just critical that people don't sit on their backsides. They'd be proactive to solve the problem. And again, express yourself. Here's your opportunity. Well, you know, it really comes down to something that uh, Albert Einstein Albert Einstein said it uh, a long time ago. He said, 
to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different outcome is the definition of insanity. Uh, at this point, my opponent has been on the school board for two terms. That's a time period of eight years. And in that time, you know, the things that are important have not really been addressed. Uh, our district knew that the schools were not safe. Uh, they got a bond referendum where they allotted $100 million just for school safety uh, issues. And that was in like, 2014, 2014 or 2015. And in the time since then, since they got that money, they sat on it. They didn't take action. They did nothing. And, uh, you know, as far as voters are concerned, you know, to, to sit back and, and to allow my opponent to have a third term as a school board member, that's, that's the definition of insanity if you expect a different outcome. Uh, personally, there are three main parts of my platform. Uh, the first one is obviously school safety. That's paramount because when it comes down to it, it doesn't matter what curriculum you know kids are exposed to. It doesn't matter how they're scoring on tests if kids are not coming home safely at the end of the school day. And we need to put an emphasis on making sure we do anything and everything within our power to mitigate risk and ensure the kids have the highest probability of getting through a school day and returning home safely. Uh, the second part of my platform is fair pay for teachers, for paraprofessionals, for security personnel, facilities personnel, uh, essentially school board employees. Um, you know, I'm a second generation educator in Broward County. And, you know, in the time that I've been here, you know, people have never been paid a fair or livable wage in this area. And you have people who are highly trained, highly qualified, highly educated. And to treat them as anything less than the professionals who they are, is, is really, it's, it's an egregious insult to anyone who's involved in the education profession. So let me the ask difference you between me and my opponent is I'm not going to sit and complain we don't have the money to fix things. I believe we do have the money. I just believe it's been mismanaged and poorly spent. And I believe that as I get in and I start to dig through where the money's going in the district, and I start to eliminate things that are being funded now, like these uh, six-figure fake jobs that people have because they're someone's relative or someone's friend, you know, we're going to be able to recoup a reasonable amount of money and be able to use that to ensure that we work to bridge the gap for the professionals in the school system. Uh, the final part is accountability. You know, you mentioned before what happened at Stoneman Douglas. Uh, as crazy as this may sound to people, you know, in the time since that happened, I mean, that was February 14th. We're in the middle of July right now, and not a single person who is a sitting school board member, nor our superintendent, have stepped forward and said, I was in a position of leadership during this time, and I've got to own part of this. None of them have stepped up and said, listen, we knew this was a possibility. We didn't act, and we need to do some work if you'll allow us to, to to do what we can to make this as right as it can possibly be. So a couple, you know? a couple quick questions. You talked about teachers' salaries. What's the average salary in this district, out of curiosity? I, I'm sorry, you, you, you had a good bit of echo. What was that? I, I said, what's, you talked about teachers' salary. What's the average teacher's salary in this yeah. district? 
So, okay, so here's the thing. When you're looking at mathematically, averages are misleading. You do have some people who are topped out, meaning they've been in the system for so long, they're still on what was the old system of pay, which was a step system for salary. So every year you got a modest increase. Um, and even on that scale, it took 20 years for a teacher, actually 22 years for a teacher to max out on that scale. And what was maxed? 15 years for a teacher's base salary to break $50,000. Gotcha. Now we have this pay for performance model and the pay for, for performance model, in my opinion, is even worse because what they've done by putting teacher salary and making it dependent on performance, now they've incentivized administrators at school work sites to rate teachers lower in order to save money for the district. So there's an issue. There's a dichotomy. On one hand, you have administrators in Broward County who on an annual basis are rated as some of the highest level administrators in the state. On the other hand, in Broward County, you have some of the teachers and you have the teachers in Broward who are ranked as some of the lowest performing in the state. So it doesn't jive because the model that we work under now, administrators at school work sites are considered instructional leaders. They are the ones who are held accountable supposedly for ensuring that teachers are doing the job the right way in the classroom. If we have the best administrators and their job is to make certain that teachers are performing at a high level, then how is it possible, on the other hand, our teachers are some of the lowest performing in the state? So I don't what, believe that that's reasonable. So what I'm hearing is what you do for a living, you go into companies and fix things you're going to do for the school board. That's what it sounds like. On the school board, I didn't realize it was that long ago when I first said eight weeks or six weeks. It feels like yesterday, this tragedy. But has anything substantially been done to fix the issue or make the kids safer? Yeah, I, I think when it, when it and I apologize, I'm hearing a very bad echo. I apologize. Uh, I, I said, has anything been done to fix the system or make the children safer than before the tragedy? Uh, as of now, no. Now, here's the interesting thing. Recently, Broward County just decided that they're going to adopt this, uh, the Aaron Feist Guardian Program, uh, which means they're looking to train former law enforcement and uh, former military personnel to be on site on school grounds with firearms uh, to be able to ensure that if somebody shows up with the intent of doing harm, they're going to meet resistance. And that's something that Andrew Pollack has been adamant about from the very beginning, that you need to have people there who are not just willing, but also equipped to address that threat. But see, here's the problem with what Broward County has done. Broward County has chosen not to act for several months. They fought against it. They voted it down. They said, no, we don't want to do that. Then they recently adopted it because they had no choice. It's a state law. But what has happened now is school starts in the middle of August. Now, by the middle of July, Broward County has to identify and retain the services of at least 80 to 100 people who meet the criteria for that position. Every single one of them has to have a psychological evaluation by a licensed clinical psychologist. 
Every one of them has to be trained. They have to go through at least 140 hours. I think the public gets it. It's impossible to do it by the middle of August. Absolutely not if you're looking to do it right. Gotcha. And see, this is what's yeah, this is what the problem I believe is in a lot of issues in Broward County. You know, you don't have people in place who are monitoring these types of changes. They're not going to continue measuring them. And you're not going to have a continued effort to ensure that these personnel are assessed on a regular basis, monitored for performance, you know, and that they're still able to meet a standard. Just because you meet the standard now doesn't mean that you will six months or a year down the road. I got it. Richard, can you give out effectively? I got it. Can you give out your contact info? How do people get in touch with you, follow you, support your campaign, and help you? Because that's, I think, the most important job I can do is to get Absolutely. people behind you. Absolutely. That's, that's the crux of what we need. We need people who are willing to volunteer, uh, make phone calls, walk and knock on doors with us. How do they get in touch with you? Okay. So you can get on Twitter. And you can go to at MendelssohnBCPS6. That's the Twitter handle. You can go on Facebook and find the group Mendelssohn for Broward County Public Schools. You can also go to our website, which is uh, www.MendelssohnBCPS6.com. And if you're interested in volunteering, you can just email us at volunteermendelson at gmail.com. Uh, on the website and also on the Facebook page, if people uh, are able to donate, you can click on a link there and you can do that. And uh, everything, any amount, no matter how big or how small, it, it's appreciated. I mean, even $10, that's 20 different mailers that we can send out. So, you know, it, it means a lot to us. Richard, I got it. And I hope everyone goes out and supports you and gets behind you. And I want to tell the public one more thing, that you have a very cute dog. And I know dogs and little babies sell. So I gave you a little advice before the show. I said, push the dog, because if you're single or if you want votes, dogs and babies. I'm joking around, but this is a serious issue. Richard, thank you very much. I want everyone to go to his website, contact him, and I've spoken to him. He's a good guy. Richard, thank you very much. God bless. And listen to me. I'm a father. I know it may be a daunting, thankless job that you're trying to do, but I really want to thank you on behalf of every parent out there. Thank you, brother. Have a great day. Thank you very much. I appreciate your support. Thank you for having me on. We'll be back in a few minutes with more, folks.